Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to everyone and welcome to the Nordic Football Podcast Weekend Preview Show. This is an Elitaserian special. It's the final game of the season in Norway. We've had Sweden's season finale, of course, Malmo, the champions, uh, but Norway is still ticking along. But this is the final round of the season and we're bringing you in a brilliant, uh, hopefully it'll be brilliant, a weekend preview show to wrap up the final game of the season. We're going to look at every single game. We're going to look at the Fantasy League as well. Uh, the Nordic Football Podcast Fantasy League. Uh, so we've got a nice show for you today, starring none other than the, our Norwegian football expert, Steve Wiss. Steve, how are you, my friend? Well, as as we as you know, Jonathan, I've been a bit. I've been better. I've had some issues uh, at home. I've had. I've been ill again, unfortunately. Um, so I mean, if my voice does sound a little bit dodgy, then you know why. But um, yeah, it's it's all right. I'm excited for the last round. How are you doing? I know you've been a, a very busy man of late and um, just a quick apology. You know, we wanted to do a few more shows recently, but uh, it just hasn't been possible. But we are almost, well, I'm, I'm never going to promise anything now, but hopefully early next week there will be a big bumper edition episode. Yeah, the rumour is that this uh, man, Steve Wiss, has had more throat soothers than Jenna, Jenna Jameson lately. Um, so <laughs> we'll move on from that. But yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've had a bit of a relaxing two weeks, of course. Only really thing in Sweden we've had is the uh, Osvenskan relegation <laughs> playoff. Uh, Bruma Poikina beating at Sixton's BK 7-0 on aggregate. Incredible, really. So apart from that, obviously, Mama champions. And we do aim to have a show next week. So stay tuned for the uh, main show on the Nordic Pod. We'll review and recap both seasons in Norway and Sweden. But for this round, I mean, you've got the screen up there, Steve. We've already, you can see there, Bran and Buda Glimt top two. Um, Brand not necessarily guaranteed second place, but Budaglim are the champions of Norway. That one has been decided a few weeks ago, which we discussed. And um, yeah, you can see the table there. I think the main place really is the relegation battles looking very tasty. Four teams potentially could go down. One, um, well, you know, four teams could still, you know, still get relegated. Basically, not four teams going down, but you get what I mean. Uh, and we thought European places to wrap up as well. Tromso there in third place, as you can see. Uh, so a lot to talk about this week, really. I know it's one of those game um, last games of the season where there's a lot at stake, isn't there, Steve? There's only two matches where they're completely dead rubbers, I think, off the top of my head. Mulder, Hamcam and Odd Arlison. I think every other game, there's something significant on it, on all of them. So uh, even in those two that I mentioned, I think the likes of Odd and, and Hamcam could still move positions up. There's only a couple of teams landlocked. We know where the Buda Glimt are finishing. We know that Mulder will finish fifth, whatever. We know Arlison will finish bottom, whatever. But every other team, I think, could still switch positions, which is a bit unusual, isn't it, really? Going into the final round, only two or three teams knowing exactly where they're going to be. Yeah, and the word briefly on uh, Arlison before we sort of get into the predictions and, and look yeah. at every game. Uh, obviously, they've relegation has been confirmed, Steve. I mean, they've been in the league um, you know, what, how do you how do you sort of sum up their or Svenskan, their elite Serbian stay uh, in total? I mean, you can see there ten points adrift. Um, what would you sort of say to Arlesen who are exiting the league? Well, they came up last year, and you know, they, I call them the West Brom of, of Norway. Yo, 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 yo! But they stayed up. Um, you know, Lars Arne Nilsson did a good job. I think looking back, I mean, it's actually their record is really bad, isn't it? Twenty-one losses out of twenty-nine. Minus 47 goal difference, 22 scored, 69 against. I mean, it, they're not the worst ever, I don't think, but 
they're, they're not far off it, are they? I mean, I think they've almost gone under the radar in terms of the stats, how bad they've been. Um, <clears throat> they, they made a managerial change, which might not have helped them. And um, But knowing Arlison, they'll probably find a way back into this league quite quickly. So um, I always said that someone this year would get cast adrift. We didn't know who it was going to be, but it was Arlison. Yeah, goodbye to Arlison, as you say. A bit of a not really a memorable season. 22 goals as well. Uh, you know, that's just less than one a game basically on average so their fans haven't had really much to shout about at all have they uh five wins but you know not not too much to write home about 11 that. out of 11 out of 12 this is the away record table 13 out of 14 defeats away from home for Arlison. yeah absolutely i mean the one win was at was at tromso can you believe that that was the one win and mm, it wasn't yeah. there shock but yeah so they got one more chance to win away from home against odd so as you might, we might as well start with that game, shall we? Get it out of the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously a big favourite to win the game. And this is one of those where if it ended like 5 nil to odd on the final game, you wouldn't be shocked, would you? But at the same time, it, you know, anything can happen. Um, you're probably looking about, you're probably looking at an over game, aren't you? Where there's a few goals, 3-1 odd maybe. But um, it's the one game where not really much is at stake. Yeah, is it a game that's going to be on your radar at all for any reason? Or is it kind of one of them, you know, last game of the season? Not much to talk about, really. Should we move on? Maybe a prediction? Well, I think 3-1 to odd, maybe. Um, what, I mean, they've not got a lot to... Hamcam probably aren't going to overtake them. They could go above Rosenborg, though. So I think they'll want to get... I think odd get the win. And if I was to take anything, it would be the goals, really. Um, but they, they've done what they needed to do this year. They've survived. So uh, it's, it's hard to, to read the motivation. Yeah, certainly. And let, let's move on because we've got, you know, mm. quite a lot of games to get through. I mean, goodbye to Arlison. Mm. Maybe we'll see them next season. You said they're the West Brom of, of Norway. And uh, as we see from West Brom, they tend to sort of uh, come up and down. So see how they get on next year. But Steve, I can't really uh, wait much longer to get into this one. Uh, if you just scroll down to the <laughs> table again. Yes. The thing that really stands out here, we have to say, is Wallerenga's second bottom of the league. I mean, this is something we've talked about a lot and speculated about. You have speculated a lot about this team this season. You've even said a few times, you know, that you think they could they get sucked into it. Well, they have been sucked into it, my friend, uh, and they are in trouble at this moment in time. Um, they need results to go their way, obviously, and they need to win um, to get out of the relegation danger. What What are your thoughts? How where does this come from? What are your thoughts on it? And obviously, let's look at their game this weekend. Yes. Well, it, the destiny is actually in their own hands. If they win, they are safe, automatically safe, um, because of uh, that. Because we have Starbeck playing against Argus, and you see, so um, this is the, the the run of form heading into it. They've got the worst home record in the league, uh, just two wins out of fourteen, and they're facing the one of the best away teams in the league in Tromso. So based on that, it's an away win, right? Uh, obviously, football's not as simple as that. But Tromso are fighting for for, the, for a medal spot. If Tromso have to win to guarantee themselves a place in Europe next season, um, so they're going to be motivated for sure, and the, 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 they are the better team. The pressure's on Volerenga. I mean, if Volerenga go down, the, the managerial switch that Garbacker made from Lillestrøm mid-season could be the worst ever, like mid-season switch that you've ever come across in any league. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. Uh, you know, on that note, uh, you know, how, how are Lillestrøm fans taking this? Because this, I mean, like you just said there, that is, in terms of like poetic justice, that could be one, this could be one of the biggest karma sort of, you know, 
I'm not saying karma because he's not done anything that bad. He's taken a different job, but you know what I mean. As in, it could be one of the biggest poetic justice situations in in the history of Norwegian football, surely. Well, if we just look at the other another fixture, right? We look at the, actually look at the table where Sanderfield are one one. Well, they're above them on goal difference by two. Who does Sanderfield play the final game? They're no at home way. against Lillestrøm. No way. Now, I saw somebody tip. Uh, Lillestrøm, um to win this game. Um, he's someone who's uh, a big tipster on the socials. Probably doesn't know the intricacies of this. And I thought there's no way that's going to happen because I think Lillestrøm fans will be desperate for their team to lose this game. They, they just <laughs> would that, will. Would that explain the odds? I mean, that Sandefjord yeah, looks of course quite a narrow price. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, if it was the first game of the season, you wouldn't have Sandefjord at 1.57. To beat Lillestrøm, would you? But at the moment that, yeah, go on. Is that based on sort of team news as well, or is it literally just people are thinking? Just motivation, motivation. Yeah. Simple as that. So if you're, I mean, Lillestrøm. That looks underpriced, though. To be fair, that's quite a big short price. Yeah, it is a short. I mean, I'm not saying I bet on them because it, ultimately, if we look at the other results, they, and every team will be looking at other results, a point might be enough. If they look at what Valorenga are doing, a point might be enough. So it's, it's one of those situations, though, where I do actually think Lillestrøm fans will be wanting them uh, to lose the game and, and send down uh, Valorenga. But again, it's in Sandefjord's hand. If Sandefjord win their game, they are going to be safe, whatever. So, you know, that's all they need to do. Every, every team, actually, Starbuck and Hargerson playing each other, if they win their game, they're, they're safe. So that's all, at least they all, it's in their own hands to start with. Um, yeah, that is the other fixture, Hagersund against Starbeck. Um, yeah, both teams will be desperate to see Lederstrom winning. They'll be desperate to see Tromso winning. But, I mean, <laughs> we could get a situation where Hagersund actually end up in the re- automatic relegation spot. If Volarenga, Sanderfjord, Starbeck win, Hagersund are down. <laughs> I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty dramatic. And then there's the playoff spot as well to consider. Someone will end up in the playoff spot. Um, it's it's going to be really tense. But going back to Volaringa Tromso, I've, I I I think Tromso beat them. I, I just think they're the better team. They're better away from home. Volaringa are under a lot of pressure at home. I don't think playing at home helps them. If they fall behind, the atmosphere is going to get toxic. Possibly. Um, every now and then we get a shock. What is it about this league? A big team has gone down quite a lot in the last five or six years. Lillestrøm yeah. went down. Bram went down. Yeah, yeah. There's a big team that I mean, it's incredible. It would be sensational. Um, but I, I don't personally have faith that Volaringa are going to stay up. I mean, just looking at that table, like you said, it's really fine margins. If you know, Volaringa's goal difference, mm. if they get a draw mm. and Starbeck lose, there's a yes. potential that they'll leapfrog them and get at least minimum playoff place. Um, I think that might be the best chance. Yeah. Mm. So you think a draw? I mean, let's let's try and predict this match, Volaringa's game. Uh, team news-wise, is there anything standing out and uh, anyone missing, maybe? And what is your prediction for the match? Because obviously, as you said there, you know, draw, a draw might, they could just about get maybe relegation playoff, but what are your thoughts? Like you said, you think Tromso are the better team? I think I'm going to go Tromso win because the problem is, Volarenga might look at, say, Hargerson the winning 3-0. Volarenga are happy with a draw. Tromso are not gonna, might not be happy with a draw because v, Viking... We look at the top of the table. Viking might be winning their game. In fact, actually, a draw does absolutely nothing for Tromso. Whatever, 
But they might as well lose this game over a draw. The draw of one point does nothing for them because of the goal difference situation. So Toronto might as well go all out for the win. So I, I believe there will be a winner in this game, one way or the other. And I'd be more inclined to go for the away team just because I think they're the better one. So, you know, they might prove me wrong here, Volerenga, but, um, you know, it's uh, it's a tough fixture for them last game. It's about probably as tough a game they could have. I can't think of a harder game right now, maybe apart from Brown. Looking, um, at, looking at the odds, um, let's just have a brief look at the odds there. Uh, so, you you know, what are the prices? What's Tromzo's price? And also, in terms of Tromzo, Steve, just a quick comment on them in terms of, you know, you've been a bit down on them this season. I think that's been one of the main themes of this year. You slowly warm to them, maybe slightly. Um, a word on Tromzo. They've had a great year. They've, they've, they've got the absolute most out of this squad. First half of the season, they were lucky with the results. But um, I think then they realised where they were. And they've played, they have played better football second half of the season and made the most of their position. And I think now they'd be, they'd be gutted to finish outside the top three now. Um, I mean, it'd be great to see European football back at the most, most northerly professional football team in the world. So, um, you know, I'm amazed they're such a big underdog, actually, in the books. You can get them at 3.2 to win. Um, I think that's a bit unfair. But they're the better team, really. Um, that is a big price, isn't it? Yeah, I think the, the, the books often do this, though. That It feels like the teams that have to win to avoid relegation are always a bit underpriced rather than they're not looking at this and realising if Tromso are really fighting for this bronze medal, might even be, might even get the silver medal. They could get the silver medal if Brand were to drop points. So, uh, yeah, that's, I'm going to go 2-1 win to Volarenga. This is the sort of game where I could see it if it is close towards the end, it could be absolute one team attacks and the other team attacks. And it's a question of whoever gets the, the, the final goal, really. But two one to Wallerenga. No, I think two one to Tromsø. Is what I'm going to go. Okay, with. you said you said Wallerenga, but yeah, you meant you meant Tromsø. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Tromsø is. I mean, <clears> that, yeah, that is a big price. I think that's going to be a very exciting game to watch. Like you said, it could yes. be could end up being end to end that one. And uh, you know, as you just mentioned, the Tromsø could end up second place. That's an incredible season for them and a good season mm. for the northern. Part of Norway, isn't it? If you you could have one, two, top two, twenty. If they win it, they have twenty wins out of thirty. If you had yeah. said that to me at the start of the season that Tromso would get twenty victories, well, I'd have said, "What? What have you been? Whatever you've been smoking, I'll have a bit of it, please, Tromso." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it says a lot to Gareth Hellstrup's work, hasn't it? It says a lot of the work he's been doing there. So let, let's see how that goes. Let, let's move on, Steve. I mean, maybe we should. Look at that Starbuck game, Halgerson Starbuck. Yeah. Um, can see there that Halgerson are the favourites uh, about yeah. even money. Um, how do you see that game going? I think this is a tougher game to predict because if we look at Halgerson, Halgerson know if they draw this game, then at very worst they're going to be in the playoff, right? If they draw it, then Volarenga would have to beat Tromsø by two clear goals for them for Volarenga to finish above Hagerson. So I think Hagerson might play might play for the draw. You know, Starbeck. A draw would be useful for them if Volarenga are only drawing. So we might get a position where we, we they're looking across you know other results and other and other ways like that, but. Just say, Sander, if you're and Volarenga are easily winning, then Starbeck are in a position where they have to win. So this is all dependent. This match is more dependent on what's going on elsewhere, I would say. But I think it'll be cagey for a while. 
First half, I think both teams will feel each other out. It's a grass pitch here at Hagerson. Um, this is one of these final games of the season, which could literally end nil-nil or free all. Do you know what I mean? Depending on how things go elsewhere. So the goal line is pretty high. Uh, it's, uh, it's odds on for over two and a half goals. But it's probably fair because it could go in either direction that way. But I reckon a good bet in this game, I've not looked at the odds, would be first half goals, say, under one and a half or something like that. Because I think it's more likely that, you know, both sides don't want to be losing this game initially. It's a grass pitch, pretty cold up there on the West Coast right now. And it might be a bit of a, a tight, cagey affair to start with. Um, you know, Starbeck do have more momentum. Bob Bradley's done well. I mean, start, you feel like Hargus under hanging on a bit, you know? I, I'd worry for the Hargus under bit if they went in the playoff uh, or, or even if they, if they could go down automatically. But I, I do think if they made the playoff, I'm not sure I'd be uh, thinking Hargerson would survive. So I think it's really important for them that they get a result here. But I'm expecting a tight one. Okay, so you feel maybe a bit sitting on the fence. I mean, Hargerson have won their last two games in a row. Does that mm. count for much? And also, both teams, you know, looking there with 30 goals and 31 goals, they're averaging about a goal a game each. It's not exactly all firing and all cylinders, is it? Um, about a goal a game each. So about a one-all draw feels about right, doesn't it? Based on yeah. that, yeah. But, you know, your theory, if you know, them. you've got that theory, haven't you? Relegation six-pointers, they always, could always kick off. Yeah, they can. And this, this will depend. If other results elsewhere going not the way these teams want, then it, this could kick up in, off into something stupid. Um, home advantage does does mean a bit here because, you know, the grass pitch will help Agerson. So I think if anyone's going to win, it would probably be them. Um, but I, I think, gun to my head, I'm going to predict a one-all draw because that might be a result that is acceptable. For both. Mm -hmm. I think Starbuck, if you offer Bob Bradley right now the playoff, I, I think he would back Starbeck to win the playoff over two legs. Okay. One all draw, you're saying there. I mean, how, how, you can see that Starbeck two draws in the last two games. Hargerson two wins, so maybe that could count for something, but he's, he's gone for, for it's this. Draw. It's this side, actually. The most recent ones are this side. Oh, okay. Side. Apologies, apologies. Yeah. Um, so the last three losses for Hargerson, actually. But... Right, okay. Uh, <coughs> let's move on to Sandyfield, then. They're the remaining team. Yeah. Uh, just answer me this. Before you analyse the game... We've looked at all, we've looked at all the four teams now. Who do you think is going to go down, and who do you think is going to get the final relegation place? Yeah, I think I, I think Valorenga go down automatically, and I think the fourteenth place is going to be Starbeck because I, I believe Sanderfield will win this game. Right. Um, we said about it. I, I don't think Lillestrøm are going to be that fired up here. To be fair, Sanderfield have played some decent football recently. Beat Rosenborg at home in the last in the last home game. Uh, that was a big win for the first time they've beaten Rosenborg in like twenty years. That was so that was a huge victory for them. I think they're fired up. Yeah, they are at home, um, and you know I, I think Lillestrøm. Whilst no no players go out there and try and lose, there's quite a few core to the heart Lillestrøm. You know fans within their own squad. Um, Ruben Gabrielson suspended. And I just wonder if the heart's going to be in it, Jonathan. So I think Sanderfjord uh, find a way to get the win here. But un unless we're in a situation where, I don't know, two or three minutes to go, a draw's okay for them, maybe then. Maybe then they might just accept a draw. But I, I expect they'll be... I, I think they'll get the job done. 
yeah, massive game that one is. I think that's an exciting <laughs> one to watch for sure. So uh, yeah, you've got, as you said there, Sanderfield to escape, Wallerenger to go down, which will be massive, and Starbeck to be in the playoffs. No, you said Starbeck in the playoffs. Playoff, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. would mean that, you know, we'd have a lot to talk about on Monday. So we'll, we'll analyse all that uh, when we have our main show next week. But that's the relegation battle capped. Steve, let's look higher up the table. Because as you've mentioned, there's a few few other things to play for. Uh, Glimt have got Startsburg at home. That's kind of, uh, you know, that's already kind of not, not a massive game in terms of the context of the league. Uh, but Brand Tromso, Viking, um, there's a lot to play for in these games, isn't there? So let, let's start with uh, Godset Brand, Steve. Mm. I want to ask your opinion on the season Brand have had because they, they started so well, didn't they? They dipped a bit. I remember your pre-season prediction that you said that they would have a bit of a downturn, which did happen. Um, and then they've picked up again, haven't they? They've, like I said, they've they've done um, their season went exactly as I expected until this recent run where they've won eleven out of twelve games, which is kind of hard to foresee, isn't it? Really, let's be fair. Um, I've got to give them credit in this in this run. I don't really know how quite how they've managed it, but they've deserved the wins. Really, they've they've played some excellent football, and um, it really kicks them on nicely for next season if they can. Um, they've got a lot of momentum here in Brown. I think fans will be. Expected. I said in the preseason show, didn't I, that a medal, they're not going to get a medal, uh, didn't I? But um, looks like they are now. They're pretty much guaranteed it on goal difference. I mean, I'd, they'd have to lose heavy here and Viking would have to win heavy for them to deny that. So, um, But they want to get the silver. They want to finish second place. Second place and winning one of the Norwegian Cups that were on offer for 2023 would be, that would be a great season, wouldn't it, for any promoted side. So um, I think they come to Godset and win. Godset, I've got to be honest, they're probably the hardest team in this whole league to predict. Um, I've not got a good read on them all season. Uh, I, I I don't really know quite why. Um, quite defensively improved, I would say. Uh, but uh, and, and they've actually one of those teams that have randomly finished the season quite well with four wins out of five. But Brown are playing too well for them here, and I think the motivation... Is big, much bigger for Brand. So Brand finished with with the three points. I think they'd probably be the best bet of the round. Actually, if you wanted to bet on something, take Brand in just straight on the win. Actually, if you wanted at one point six eight or a handicap, um, it's there's there's less pressure on on them really. You know, they know they're guaranteed really a top three spot. They're playing good football. God's having nothing to play for. Um, I think they could go at one spot to seventh, which is not going to exactly motivate them usually is it so um i think brand brand to win probably is is the safest pick of the whole round yeah and barfinner uh has you know been their their top goal scorer and he's um second in the elite Serie and got top goal scorer charts actually amar pellegrino looks like he's gonna win that he's on 23 goals um steve you know you look at tromzo brand viking there we've talked a little we've talked a bit about tromzo as well, well let, let's move on to viking um pretty good season all in all would you say and you know what are their prospects of uh picking up a win in their final game against Rosenborg and and sort of sealing that maybe potential medal spot well if you'd said to their fans at the start of the season heading into the last game you've got a chance of winning a medal I think they'd have snapped your hand off right but considering where they were two months ago looking like a title contender in fact I actually said that they really should take it to the wire um I think there'll be ultimately regrets. And it's this run of games here, really, that that, that, that cost them four losses out of five. Um, 
they just didn't do enough. You know, these are winnable fixtures. Odd. Tromso at home, where they, they actually led with five minutes to go. Godset, Ham Cam, those are winnable fixtures, you know. And they look back at those. If they just say they won two of them, you know, they're beyond, what, 64 now? And, all right, goal difference. They wouldn't have been out of win the league. But they, they should have took this title for me to this last game, last game, the way things were going. So, I think... Good, yes, good season in one way, but in other ways, I think there'll be a lot of, you know, sadness with their fans overall. Um, but that's the way football goes sometimes. But they, they probably wouldn't have thought they'd be going for the league title, would they? Before no, the season, no, they, no, they wouldn't have thought that. I think we'll talk about this sort of in the in the end of season preview uh, review show. But I think ultimately, a couple of injuries came at the wrong time. David Bracalo. I think ever since he's the defender, I mean, he'd be in my, he will be in my elite serving team of this season at defence. Since he got injured, they haven't been the same, really. Um, D'Agostino got injured as well up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Salverson's done well, but I think they were doing quite well as a as a rotated attacking trio, quartet sort of thing. Tripic's form went off a little bit. And it's been a tough year. The likes of Glimp have been relentless. Brown have been relentless in the last 10 weeks. Tromso have been pretty relentless all year. So, yeah, in another year, 50, 58 points going into the final round might have cemented you second or third, right? You know, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Hecken finish like 50, 58 in in, um, in Sweden and that got them third? So, they're a little bit unlucky that other teams have done so well. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really know. I think you'd have, probably have to ask diehard Viking fans, Jonathan, how they're feeling right now. Because I think you'd have to you have to in, in, feel the emotions throughout the whole season. Personally, as a, as a neutral onlooking, I feel I just feel regrets for them. What what might have been? Yeah, and, and let's focus on the game itself. And you know, mm. a couple more teams to talk about before we wrap up mm. this show. Um, the playing, as you mentioned, Rosenborg, uh, who were ninth, which is incredible for me. Really, um, yeah. to me, that's like Bayern Munich finishing, you know, twelfth. You know, if you take the context of the league and the size of yeah. the league. Um, in Bundesliga. So, what would you say for this game in particular? Who do you think wins this? Viking win for me. Can Rosenborg sort of, you know, go out with at least a little bit of self-respect in this game? Or is it going to go out? <laughs> well, they've got to be up for it. I mean, Rosenborg, it's just, just the basic expectation from their fans that they'll give it a go. And they, you know, these, there is a rivalry between these two sides. You know, I, I'm sure they're part of them would, would like to sort of prevent Viking getting a medal. Um, you know, it's out of Viking's hands anyway. But, I mean, all they can do is win and hope that Tromso don't win or that Brand get battered. Um, so they'll, they'll go out for goals. And I think this is a match, if you're going to be betting on something for this game, you want to be on the over goals here. Um, probably over 3.5 is the line you're going to have to take. Uh, skinny odds at 1.83. But it's the last game of the season. Both teams will be going for it. Don't really see it being like a tight one nil or something. Um, should open up quite a lot. So I think they you're looking at like a maybe a three one home win, four two or something daft like that. Rosenborg have not been good away this year. I think it's just three away wins. Let's look at the away table now. Three wins and eight defeats in fourteen away games. They're not good on the road. Minus twelve goal difference. <clears throat> so that's why I think Viking will get the job done in this one. They've won the last two, so they've, they've rebounded all right the last two weeks. Um, now that the pressure's kind of off them. So I think they'll they'll finish with a win. Rosenborg will swing for a bit, get a goal maybe or two goals. 
Um, but ultimately, it's just been a miserable year for them. Yeah, horrible year, which we will talk about in more detail. Uh, let's look at one more game, Steve. Mulder Hamcam. Um, I think that just a quick comment on Mulder and what's happened with them. I mean, probably in terms of predicting the game, you can see they're massive favourites. Is there any value in Hamcam there at that price? Um, and, you know, obviously Mulder played in Europe in the week, so they had a little bit of less rest. Uh, what's, your, what's your analysis on this game before we get your choices? For the, for the I wouldn't be back in Mulder. Those that might just look at have an accumulator on Sunday and think, oh, I'll put Mulder in there at one to five to win. Um, I wouldn't be doing it because the, 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 they're guaranteed fifth place, whatever. They've got a big game next week. The next week's the Norwegian, the second Norwegian Cup final of the year, Buda Glimpton against Mulder. No one's going to want to get injured for that, are they? Or, or, for, or suspended. You know, are they going to be really pushing that hard? Uh, Ham Cam. Or can enjoy themselves. Um, yeah, they could actually improve their position by by one if they win. Um, they'd love to beat Mulder. They got battered by them the last two times, so they might want to lay a lay a blow. Um, so I think you're ten to one on Hamcam to win. I mean, you could probably do worse. Um, yeah, Mulder's Mulder have got a big squad though, so when they they rotate the players and that sort of the Mulder second strings probably good enough to beat Hamcam anyway. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't get involved in this game. This is one of those where uh, it doesn't go on my radar at all. Yeah, it's a bit of a trap game, isn't it? There's a lot of lot of variables that are sort of hard to predict and, and the odds are not necessarily great in either either way. Um, yeah, I mean, let, let's look then at your final uh, choices for this week before we just br- briefly look yes. at fantasy. Uh, have you got any sort of two or three picks maybe for the list, for the viewer? Uh, for the I think Brand's the best bet. Brand's the best bet if you're looking for a bet. Um, it looks a safe option, motivated, playing really well, and uh, God set on the beach really now. Um, and I like the goals in that Viking game, like I said. I wouldn't get involved in the relegation matches until we know what's going on. You can get get involved in running where if, if a team needs a goal or both teams need a goal, then that's when you want to be betting on the overs in running. The Sanderfjord, I wouldn't get involved in the Sanderfjord game. They should win it, but I mean, that doesn't feel right, does it? Back in Sunderfield to win at 1.58. Like, have they ever been this short in the elitist area? Yeah, ever? I was surprised to see that. <laughs> I'm trying to think. If, if the, I don't think this ever happened. Like, I'm trying to think who the worst ever team would be in elitist area that they might have been shorter against um, Yerv or someone. Or, sorry, who was the, who's the worst ever team I've ever seen in elitist area? I don't know. But yeah, that doesn't ring right with me. But um, they should still win it. They should win it. Um, I won't get involved there. Uh, well, I think thought Glimpse against Sarpsborg. Glimpse the same sport spot as Molder. They've got the Norwegian Cup final to look forward to. They've just played Europa League. Um, you know, they, they, they'll be lifting the, the crown here at home, the title. So they want to go up with a bang. This could be goals in this game, to be fair. Um, but uh, or Sarpsborg might be the a lively outsider. But yeah, I'd say you're looking at the two best bets Bran win and uh, sort of. Uh, Viking Rosenborg overs. I want to just mention the the playoff game in Obos. Uh, it's Kong's Vinia against Christiansen. So your favourite team might be back in the mixer. Come on, the boys! <laughs> it, I, I, I don't. They're even money to win this game in ninety minutes. Kong's Vin, and I'm not sure that's a good price on that. I, I think Christiansen, your boys can get some here. Come I think on, the boys! Can, I think they could take this to penalties at least. <laughs> Um, so I'd be looking at a, a draw, a double chance on Christiansen here. Um, I think they've got a better squad, to be honest with you. 
And congrats. Uh, there's another match, Lynn against Hod yeah, for the the final spot in uh, in Oboston. I think Lynn won that the, the previous game three 0 I don't know if that is the Lynn Oslo that used to be around that John Owen Michael came game. from. I don't actually know if that is like a Phoenix club of them or the Lynn. Um, but it sounds damn familiar, doesn't it? I'll need to do my research on this one, Jonathan. The head, the head yeah, the more research needed. So let's let's move back. So your final chip picks are uh, Brand to win and Viking yeah. Reasonable over 2.5 goals. Yeah, yeah. And what were the odds? What were the odds for Viking Reasonable overs? Viking <coughs> um, Reasonable on 1.83 on over three and a half goals in that game. And Brand to win at 1.7. Fantastic stuff. So, sorry, just repeat the repeat the overs again. Yeah, over three point five goals. Over three point five. At what price? One point eight three. Okay, yeah. interesting stuff. So, hopefully, that gives you a lot of value for the last weekend of Elite Serie twenty twenty three season. Before we finish, a little look at the last week of the Nordic Football Podcast Elite Serie Fantasy League. Now it's pretty tight at the top. Well, actually, it's not. <laughs> Larry M is a little bit of a Buddha glimpse this season, to be fair. It's going to take a lot for him to be pipped, uh, especially with his 81-point haul last weekend. But if you look a bit further down, see, there's, you know, there's a li- the race for second is, is quite juicy. You've got Stacker, Henrik Stackerland, with 115 point total. That's there. a massive haul, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have, we're going to have to have a look at what his team was last week there. He must have played a card. What has he done here? He is, he's had Bord Finner as captain against Glimt. He's got Adik Benro in there, Tripic, Haugen. Uh, uh, bloody hell, I mean, that's a monstrous team. That is incredible. Last week. My gosh. <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah, in a lot given of him leagues. A chance of, it's, it's given him an outside chance of second, second place, hasn't it, Steve? He's in a lot of leagues, yeah. I mean, the second place is up for grabs. Finnatastic, Morris Janssers, Andy Martin. I know Andy Martin at one point was second overall, I think. Like one point of second overall at one point, Andy Martin. And then we've got FPL Heskibo. Busting for a week. Um, and then Stacker's got a chance. I mean, Andy Andy Martin and FPL Eskiba are actually in the battle in England, right? This is the the English table, and there are six points between them. That's the whole so of it. anyone basically. This is anyone sort of registered in England, yeah. Um, you know, Norwegian Wood here, George Owen might feel like he's got a chance, or Sam Chester United as well. So Maybe Andy Martin could win the English entire or Nordic football. Uh, sorry, the entire Elite Serian English league. In the yeah, or or, or FPL Eskimo. I mean, there are only six points in it. Wow. Um, I mean, overall, you know, I'm just trying to think here. Um, points. Here we go. So overall, this guy. I was just thinking, by the way, the guy who's top of our league, Forsterman Tilmoa, Larry M. He's got to be close to winning the whole thing with that amount of points, surely. What should we have a guess? I, I don't know where he is. What do you reckon? Top 10 overall? Top 5 overall? Top 10? Top. Uh, he's got to be high. Seven. No. Seven. Who the hell's above him? I mean, <laughs> let's have a look who's leading this thing. Jan, Ma- Jan Magnus Stoud Plateau. 2,000 points. He's the only one in the game with over 2,000 points. That's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, well Good done, Larry Martin and Hescobo, two yeah. listeners of the pod. Um, 
Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, let's just go back to the, the, the podcast. Larry M, he's not out of it, by the way. He's only 28 points behind him. I don't know if he's got a chip left or something. You never know, do you? Um, but he's top of every league he's in. Apart from, I mean, he, this guy's had a great year, Larry M. He's going to win our league. I think we can safely say that. Um, some other guys I just want to give a, a shout-out to. Sam Pellegrino. What, it's a great name, isn't it, that? I do like Sam Pellegrino name. Um, <laughs> average FPL. He's in the top 10. And uh, Andy Nash, of course, down there in 13th as well. So, uh, some uh, my, my I've had a I've an, I've had an improved year in in fantasy. You have to drop down a bit to see me um, to 48th in our league. I am <clears throat> some. It used, uh, to be, it used to be fantasy king at this at this game. At, at yeah, I, I didn't. This is. I mean, if you look at my history, so I'm. Uh, what am I? Um, Try to find where I am here. Yeah, uh, God, I'm trying to find my history, but uh, here we are, round history, right? So, this is my seasons here, Jonathan. You're right, I used to be very good. I mean, 2020, I was 254th, 229 in 2019, 636 in 2018, then last year I dropped to 4,884. Sorry, that was 2021, and then, um. 2022, I was two two eight six four. So, so for me now to be one six two nine, I mean, I, it's an improvement. It's like I don't know what happened to me in 2021, but I just went completely off off the rails. Yeah, you've had it. You've you've recovered slightly. 2017 was your worst. Uh, let's not talk about 2017. Well, that was my rookie. That was my rookie year. So I'll let, <laughs> let, I'll let myself off that. But I'm yeah. a bit disappointed because I was as high. My ranking was as high as 457 after round 14. 457. I thought I'm back here. In fact, that, that particular round, I was eighth overall out of everyone in the whole competition. Yeah, which for me, enough. was the, the highest I've ever been. Fair enough. Let's have a look. Listen, you're not, you're not winning it, so let, let, let's, let's wrap the show now, up. I want to have a look. at This was my round. Look at this. This is like my pr proud moment of the year in fantasy where Tom had... Um, Akor Adams and Thomas Len Olsen as a captain. What's your, what was the total for that week? 155, and I was eighth overall out of anyone in the whole competition. So you basically got 10% of your entire points in that week. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. I'm good, mate. I'm good with chips. As you know, I'm good with double match days and chips. I'm really good. It's just the single match day grinds which can get me down a bit. Um, Let's, look at Andy Martin's. Let's look at Andy Martin's team <clears throat> heading into the Let's final. have a look at Andy Martin's team going into the final round then. This is what he's got at the moment. Um, he's got Illich has done pretty well since he's come in. Um, I know Andy's been pretty big on certain players throughout this event. At one point, I just need to go back to his to his history if we can find his history. Um, but he had a very good. He was right in the mixer at one point. Try to find. Why did he go back and look at his round history? I don't actually know. But um, oh, here we go. Round history. There we go. His overall rank, right, was third. Here you go. Look, look at this. He was up there in the top three. He's in the top four between round 19 and round 22, John. Look at that. This section yeah, impressive. here. Impressive. Anyway, so I think that'll probably have to do it, won't it? Good luck to all our um, participants. 
in the Nordic Football Podcast League. May the best man finish second behind Larry. Yeah. Have you got one um, maybe uh, player that you must have in your team this week just to cap wrap it all up? Well, I'll tell you what. Let, let's just... Who's the worst team is Arlison, right? Odd of facing Arlison. There's a chance that this could end something like, I don't know, 5 nil. If Arlison just give up the go. So who's going to score the goals for Odd? Uh, a question I'm not actually sure. But let's say, I don't know, just say Mikkel Ingebrigtsen started for them in this game. You know, he scored 18 points in the last round. Yeah, you know, he yeah. could be the hot hand. Mikael Ingebrigtsen could be like a differential for you, three point six percent owned. You know, make sure he starts because anyone can start the last game when there's nothing at stake. Former EF core man, yeah, I remember you praising him highly. So he would be sort of my wild card. Like you could be a big differential again. I mean, if odd are terrible, you know, someone's got to score those goals, right? So you've got to make your mind up who's going to do it. Yeah, fantastic stuff. I think that'll do for this week. Um, the final uh, bonus, well, mid, the final weekend preview show of the season. Thank you so much to all our patrons. Uh, we will have a show next week, just capping the season in both leagues. Um, and also we'll talk a little bit about the cup final, of course, as well coming. Uh, so, Steve, thanks a lot again, as always. And thank you to every one of our patrons as well. Like I say, we really appreciate the support that you give to the podcast. I was seeing people Spotify wraps this week, people posting their... Um, their screenshots of the podcast, how, how many times they've listened to it and everything like that. So love to see that. Do that again, Twitter and Nordic Football if you want, or X. Um, so yeah, that, that's it from me, Steve. Thank you, Jonathan. And thanks to all of you. And we'll see you next week, hopefully. Goodbye. <laughs>